This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, True Beauty Broken Podcast listeners. Before we get to the episode, we want to take a moment to address the June 24th, 2022 Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe versus Wade. This decision stripped away the right to have a safe and legal abortion. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Learn more by visiting choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. If you're able to support others, please consider donating to abortion funds. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Hey guys. Hey. It's Elizabeth. And Alex. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. Welcome. If this is your first time listening to the show, Alex and I are estheticians in Brooklyn, New York, and we have a beauty studio that we work out of, and we get to see you here every Friday to teach you everything that we know about beauty and skincare while learning a thing or two from some guest experts that come to hang. Except for today, we don't have any guest experts. Ain't no guest experts today. Uh, Today, we're talking about protective gear, basically other ways to keep yourself safe from sun exposure, other than just using SPF, because... What we learned last week is that we're all fucking up and not using enough SPF. We're not reapplying. And so there are other things you can do that I always guide my clients to do. And I know Elizabeth does also. Um, There's no way to completely protect ourselves from the sun only using SPF for so many reasons, like Alex was just saying, because we're living our lives, because we don't reapply, because we're not applying enough, because we sweat, like all of these things. But then something really interesting is that there's evidently there's different combinations of things that we can be using that make sunscreen ineffective. I didn't fucking know this, but learned this from my girl, Dr. Oh, Bauman. No. So what did she say? I love and hate her. She's <laughs> she. You love you hate that she tells you the truth, but yes. love that she. Yeah, it's like being woke. It's difficult, you know. So she was saying that there's these studies that are a little bit contrasting. One study says that insect repellent makes SPF ineffective. Another study says that that's not true. It's fine. But I didn't know that either of these studies existed, and so it just opened my eyes to the fact that if there's chemicals that can make SPF not effective and none of us know it. And one of them seems to be insect repellent, which bitch, it goes hand in hand. If you're putting on insect repellent, it's probably not the dead of winter. It's probably summertime, probably springtime. <laughs> it's probably a time where you're really supposed to be wearing SPF and it's not fucking working. So that's one example of why we need to be, you know, more diligent and not just relying on SPF. We need to be relying on, you know, different accessories, different ways that we can accessorize. 
to protect ourselves. I'm not going to lie this weekend because I was in the sun a shit ton. As I was applying the sunscreen, I'm like, oh my God, am I even applying enough? Because I kept thinking about from our last episode and just how I feel like it was kind of life changing. I was using way more than usual. Like my each um, application was way thicker. And let me tell you how fucking annoying that is. Yeah, dude. Well, I got a couple of fabulous hats specifically for this episode. It just gave me an excuse to go hat shopping. I like the black one. Okay. Well, the black one, I was like, it's fab. But I was like, can I really walk down the streets of Brooklyn in this hat? It's like a little... I thought it looked really good on you. Okay. Well, girl, I was feeling a little insecure. And then I did the deepest chemical peel of my life life Saturday (laughs) night. No, you shouldn't even leave your fucking home. (laughs) And for that reason, I was like, bitch, the hat's coming out. The hat's coming out because it literally is like 90% coverage of my entire face. And it just was that level of, I mean, it really just peeled off about five minutes ago. Thank God. But it was, um, I got pictures. I've got pictures to show you guys. Don't worry. Uh Elizabeth sent me photos. Alex, when was the last morning that I didn't wake up and send you a picture of my face? I was thinking that this morning. I was like, it's been months every day. Just like, what the fuck is going on with my face? someone... Who deals with a lot of anxiety. You really know how to make a girl feel like no worries at all. No, she sends me these. A week or two ago, she sends me a photo. I think I'm having an allergic reaction. Like, you think? She's like, my eyes are swollen. Dude, yes, like, the your entire yeah, My entire fucking face. face. Your nose, your lips, like your cheeks, everything. And you were still. Also, I could see messages popping up that you were having with clients about like. See you for your appointment later. I'm like, this is funny that she thinks she's oh yeah coming to work today. Oh, totally. Later, after uh, the histamines uh, went down and I took a regular picture, I was like, oh. Because I was sending a picture to my mom and I was like, it's fine. Just my lips are swollen. And she was like, oh, honey, you need to go back to bed. <laughs> you need to take some Benadryl and go back to bed. And simultaneously, I sent the picture to Alex. Turns out I'm allergic to sulfates and wine. Turns out in sulfites. June. Sulfites. Sulfates. What's sulfates? Sulfates is in shampoo, right? I think. And, yeah, like, and remember like the whole controversy in high school with with sodium lauryl sulfate. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. Sulfites are in wine. I mean, maybe there are also sulfates. Maybe it's who knows, girl. I think it, yeah, that you're right. It's sulfites. Don't listen to me. No, you're definitely right. Anyway, anyway, that hat is very necessary right, right. now. Yeah, so I had to wear the fucking hat, girl. Are they UPF? They're not UPF. They're not. That one specifically isn't. But because okay, we're gonna talk about. We're going to talk about what all of these different things mean. Let's not jump the gun, Shapiro. Let's calm down and let's scream about the state of America real quick. Okay. You can start. (sighs) This is hard to even talk about. I know. Like, I think the way that I've felt the last few days, I just feel enraged and I feel confused because I, the way that I feel about abortion is... I don't even want to compare the two, but just I remember my reaction in my head when I found out that there are people who think abortion is like the most terrible thing ever. It's similar to when I found out that there are people who don't believe in climate change. And like, this is something you either do or don't believe in. I thought it just was. Mm. And maybe that's because I live in my own bubble, (laughs) my own North Brooklyn bubble, where I'm surrounded by a lot of like minded people. I mean, the abortion thing I've known for a really long time, but I I just really agree with the sentiment of abortion being health care. And I was talking with my best friend this weekend and she is seven months pregnant and she was like, you know, being pregnant 
has solidified my belief in abortion being allowed more than anything because she is like, this is such an emotional roller coaster. There are just so many intense things about being pregnant that it, I could. She's like, I couldn't imagine being pregnant without wanting to be like mm. how horrible it would be. Mm. And she's having a good pregnancy. She didn't at the beginning. But that really just made me realize like the fact that people will have to go through a whole 10 months. It's not nine months. It's 10 months of a pregnancy that they don't want with a child they don't want. Nothing about that is okay. And I I have a really hard time understanding how people think it is. And Mm -hmm. that's besides the fact that abortion is health care because there are physical and mental reasons why Mm -hmm. you would need an abortion. Totally. Yeah. And that same friend of mine had a DNC because she had an ectopic pregnancy. And on her medical papers, it said abortion. Mm-hmm. They can call it a DNC, but what it is is an abortion and she needed it. Otherwise, she would have had to have waited for the cells, essentially, that were no longer alive to exit her body on their own, mm-hmm. which is fucking terrible. And they can kill you. Atopic pregnancies can kill you. It was just crazy. And I mean, not that I ever doubted my belief in in the fact that abortion should absolutely, it's a fucking human right. Mm-hmm. Being around, being a little older, being around pregnant people, being around kids more, it just really solidifies my feelings, I guess. And just how we know this is going to affect so many people, but especially people who come from lower income parts of the country, people who maybe don't even have the education or access to forms of birth control. Mm-hmm. And I also just worry about pregnant people who are with abusive partners. Mm-hmm. Who knows what they'll do to them if they get pregnant and the partner doesn't want them to be pregnant. Like, I just my head goes, my mind goes to so many fucked up places, but it's because it's the reality. Yes. Yes. Yeah. To all those things. Anyway, I just rambled a little bit. No, you're fine. And I have, I have more feelings, but I think I'll get too emotional. So I'll just keep it at that. No, you're totally fine. And um, just <laughs> to back up a little bit, uh, if you guys are listening in the future, we are discussing the Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade this week, which is the federal right of women to obtain abortions. And I feel the same way, Alex. I feel like I'm screaming into a vacuum, honestly, because all of the things that I could say are things that I know most people who are listening to probably agree with. And what I really want to know is I want to know what everybody else thinks, because I know how I think. I know how most of the people in my community think. But I'm curious. I just I just want to know what other people's opinions are and what other people think, because, you know, honestly, this isn't something that's going to directly affect me. It's not going to directly affect Alex. We live in New York. Also, we're, you know, middle to upper middle class women who like will always be able to find a way to end a pregnancy if we wanted to. Alex said it exactly right. This is, you know, an attack on poor women and women of color. And I don't understand the logic behind it in a lot of different ways. And so I'd like to know what everybody else thinks. Because Alex, I mean, one of the things that you said is what about if a woman is with a partner who doesn't want her to be pregnant? Bitch, my egg didn't get fertilized on its own. (laughs) That didn't happen. It wasn't just me. Right. So there's so many layers to this that's just so upsetting. And I didn't think that we could not say anything (laughs) about the state of America right now. I want to say one more thing. Go ahead. So... I guess I didn't know about this. Did you know about like the fake abortion centers? Like they're actually religious groups? No. But they pose as being, they may not say you can come here for an abortion, but they say like, come here and we'll help you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And if you don't know any better, I just Mm -hmm. think of like, you know, the first time a friend of mine had an abortion, we were in high school still. She may not have known where to go. Mm -hmm. Anyway, you go there and they basically are, first of all, it's scary because it's like you go and I don't even know for sure if there are medical professionals there or if it's just like religious people like pastors. There's usually like a pastor running it. Mm. It's just fucking weird. And there's actually a website to find it. Maybe we can post it in the notes. Um where you can look to find these quote-unquote crisis centers. Mm-hmm. But I hate that they exist because I I just wonder, you know, if someone is looking to get an abortion and then they go to a place like that and get brainwashed into thinking they should keep the baby, then what? Yeah. Is that crisis center footing the bill for everything for the rest of the kid's life? That's the biggest thing for me is that, like, ha- having a child is a job. It's a job. Being a mother, being a parent is forever, a job. Forever, not till they're 18. Forever, forever, forever. That's a job on its own. And I opt out because I've got enough jobs. <laughs> like I've made enough Same. jobs for myself. But it drives me crazy because it's like this idea that like, yeah, you can just have it all. You can just do everything. And it's that's not, it's hard. It's not that it's not true. It's just so hard. It's so hard. And to have that be a decision and you have no choice behind the matter is just so maddening. The word unf- I, unf- nothing's fair. So I can't say unfair. Life isn't fucking yeah. fair. It's maddening. It's just, I mean, look, we all know that this is just a way to continue to control women, right? This is totally. just a way to take control and to take power away from us because of exactly what I just said. And that's what's so maddening about it all. And I just, um, I don't know. I'm here for the hoes. I'm here for the bitches. I just need y'all to keep, (laughs) like, we just need to keep moving forward and keep being powerful and empowered. And the way that we do that is by having the choice over our body, over our bodies. That's it. Just having body autonomy, having, that's it. That's fucking it. The fact that we even have to have this conversation is is ridiculous. It's ridiculous, dudes. It's ridiculous. Like Alex and I are two examples of women who are decidedly child free and who worked our lives off to like make sure that that happened from one way or another. That's none of y'all business, honestly, how we got here. (laughs) But because of that, we were able to make decisions in our lives that are fucking awesome. We're able to just like have control and have power. And it's like it's so wild that even have to say this. But by having control of our rate of pregnancy we have control of our lives and so it's like not a stupid Absolutely. thing to say Alex because like you're right it's like what is the next generation going to be if they don't have that that option I have no it's idea. wild it's wild and like we're here our own bosses <laughs> we're here you know with this podcast or here speaking because we made those choices we made those decisions and we were able to make those decisions because we're educated and because we are able to have these conversations and maybe because of even where we live but Everybody needs to know that. Every woman on the planet needs to know and understand that. And that's why this is so fucking dangerous. And, bitch, if they're coming for us, they're coming for everybody else. Anybody else who has rights except for, like, white guys, if they're coming for us, they're coming for you next. That's it. For fucking sure. Oh, man. I, okay, we can end this in a moment, but I really (laughs) want, I really want to read. I just need to find it something that someone posted and I just think that this also was just like everything in a nutshell for me it's someone holding a sign saying would you still care about its life if the fetus grew up to be gay and I'm just like yeah that's why the pro-life stuff to me is such bullshit insert any minority black muslim trans like anything insert any minority any oppressed person into that into that blank space and the answer is no bitch no (laughs) Get the right. fuck out of here. They wouldn't even give us health care. 
Bitch, you won't even keep me alive. You want me? Like, it's crazy. (laughs) Stop screaming. Um, Also, that was a sign (laughs) held up by someone at the NYC Dyke March this weekend. Yeah. To say. Yeah, he's there listening, and they're like, "Um, that was my sign." It's true, dude. It's it's true. I gotta stop because I'm never gonna stop if I don't. But so, hats. Okay, hats. I love hats. So, like we said, today we're talking about protective gear, basically ways to protect your face, your hair, your body from the sun. Um, I wouldn't say instead of, but in addition to wearing sunscreen. For sure. In addition to wearing sunscreen. Yeah. Sunscreen is going to be sunscreen is always number one, but, you know, we're busy um, just because, I mean, I'm completely guilty of this. I put it on in the morning and then I really don't reapply it unless I'm being really thoughtful and purposeful, which I'm trying to be more thoughtful and purposeful these days anyway. But in case you don't have it with you, you go into the water. We're sweating constantly. Also, as it turns out, we're not putting enough on. You got to have your second line of defense and that's your clothing. Yeah. So I'll definitely let Elizabeth chat about hats because she's now a hat girl. I am a hat gal. (laughs) (laughs) But I just want to talk real quick about UPF. Mm -hmm. And that stands for ultraviolet protection factor. And that is what you'll find in specific gear, like clothing, hats, umbrellas that are designed to not just like keep you in the shade, but actually protect you from the sun. So think of it as like SPF, but in fabric, which is really cool because, yeah, you can throw on a hat, but if you have a hat that has a built in SPF, that's really fucking awesome. But what I'll say is I personally only own one UPF product and it is a, an umbrella that I bring to the beach. Mm-hmm. So the hats are sorry, I do have oh, like a wide brim hat that has UPF. But I notice that even if I just wear a regular baseball cap, which I know people will say that's not enough, but that with SPF totally does the trick. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I know that because I've done just SPF and I will still get color. If I do a hat and SPF, my face is pale as fuck compared to the rest of my body, which isn't a good look, but it's for the best. Yeah. Everybody loves a pale but face in the summer. Tell us about your hats. Well, before I tell you about the hats, I was going to say that Zach de Bauman says that because clothing isn't subject to the wide variation or inconsistency of sunscreen application, a fabric really provides the ultimate level of sun protection. Also, because 90% of summer clothes have a UPF higher than 10, and they're going to offer protection equal to that of sunscreen of SPF 30 or higher, that's fucking rad. So anything that you put on your body, essentially what she's saying, is better than nothing. And then if you're going to put on clothes plus SPF, you're really killing it. Uh, And you're saving your skin. But here's something that I thought was really cool is that washing clothes appears to strengthen the UPF because, you know, we all— Really? Yeah, I'm going to tell you why, girl. <laughs> because cotton clothes shrink. Um, we all know that, obviously, from the washing process. So it's reasonable to infer that the spaces between um, the fabric, are like the pores. So as that begins to shrink, basically because they shrink, like sunlight can't get through the pores as much. So like the more you wash your clothes, the more they shrink, the less sun can really like penetrate because like the pores of your clothes are shrinking. But then you can also get um, detergents that have UPF. So Wait. Yeah, I didn't know that. 
Yeah, I'm going to tell you about it. Okay, so UPF can be further increased by washing fabrics with detergents that contain UV-absorbing agents. So Tinosorb is the UV absorber used (laughs) in this study. And Tinosorb is a UV absorber. And when you add it to your laundry, the chemical binds to cotton fabrics. So basically, the result is a reduction in UV transmission through the absorption of UV, UV energy into the ring structures of the compound. So if you use this... With washing, because washing is going to shrink the cotton, you're fucking killing it. That's really cool. We got to get some tinosorb. I I honestly had no idea this was a thing. Dr. Bauman, don't mess around. She's coming through. She must have beautiful skin. I keep telling you about her. She's from Queens. I made that up. I don't know where you're from, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, really? To me, she's Dr. Bauman from Queens. I love that. I know. So she also says, clearly clothing plays an obvious integral role in protecting skin exposure from the sun, but hats are useful apparel adjuncts. So wearing a broad-brimmed hat can provide an SPF of about five. Mm. And then also they can add additional protection to coverage that sunglasses provide by cutting down angles of sun exposure. I was actually going to ask you about sunglasses. First, we're going to talk about hats, but I'm curious if you know about sunglasses and why sunglasses are great for protection against the sun also. Like if there's a role beyond just the eyes. Um, Not that I know of, but I just always opt to buy sunglasses that are a little on the bigger side so that they fully cover my eye area. Mm, I love this. Um, And I buy them polarized usually, which... I believe offers more sun protection. I forget what the reasoning is. I just know it's better. So (laughs) that's what I look for. Mm. But I think at the end of the day, just having as much on your face to protect yourself is it's like you feel it, right? You put on a hat and all of a sudden you don't see as much sun. It keeps you shaded. Yeah. Kyle actually has this really cool hat that he bought from Australia for when he surfs. So it's waterproof and it covers his neck. Oh, like it's a regular hat with the neck part. So is it? It's like a what is it? A balaclava? I don't know. <laughs> Do you know what a balaclava is? Am yes, I saying that I correct? I don't think that's what it is. I was <laughs> just imagining him like on a surfboard with like a rubber fucking ski mask. I mean, ready kind to of some shit up. <laughs> from a distance, he looks like he has long hair, and then yeah. you take a second look, and you're like, nope, that's bald Kyle with a that's hat. That's so funny. But stuff like that because. I also want to say that the reason why a wide-brimmed hat is also is better than a baseball cap is because it covers your ears. And ears are a big, um, a really common part, especially for for men, to get skin cancer hmm. because they don't usually have long hair to cover their ears. Not mm-hmm. saying that hair is enough to protect your ears from the sun, but it definitely does something. So mm-hmm. that's important. And the hat just keeps you cool. You said it. Like mm-hmm. in terms of my sensitive ass that like just doesn't do well in the heat at all. Yeah. That's why I started wearing hats. It was more so it wasn't even just to protect my skin. It was because I needed to stay cool and not like yeah. faint all the time. They just keep <laughs> <laughs> just trying to stay alive in these streets. So casually. Dude. It's the... <laughs> Look, this is my life. I wake up every day with different skin issues. I can't go in the sun because it's trying to kill me. It's just part of life. I'm here for it though. <laughs> Still pretty I'm Still here, still standing. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. 
Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. I'm sorry. I just got the song in my head that Miss Kenzika taught us in fourth grade. Hats, do, 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 do. They're made for your head. Do, 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 do. That should be the intro for this episode. <laughs> for when it is cold outside, they keep you warm instead. It's all coming back to me. I love this hat song. Miss Panzika. You're talking about Miss Panzika. I was going to bring up Chrissy Dow. I love that we're both bringing up people from our past to talk about hats. Because yes. Christine Dow has given me some of the best and most prolific uh, fashion advice of my life. Started back in the year 2004, and I still carry it with me today. And one of the things that Christine said, she's like, the thing with hats is that you just got to wear them. Because everybody's like, oh, I look so dumb in hats. Oh, my God, I look so dumb in hats. And it's like, bitch, it's a hat. You're putting something on your head. You Like, that instinctually just feels weird. Right. How dumb can you look? Well, it just feels weird because if you don't wear hats, it's like, you know, we all wear clothes. Everybody puts on pants. Everybody puts on a shirt. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. like, to put something on your head, it changes your silhouette. It's just, you're, you're, of course, you're going to feel silly. But, like, that's the point of it. it you very much so... Have to, you have to try different hats yes. to see what looks good on you. It's a process. All right. Well, I learned this also is that there's only so many silhouettes of classic hats that are within like the classical hat shape, which is very cool. Um, but I guess I'm just saying that because that's the most fun with hats. too. Here's the thing is a hat makes a fucking outfit. Because, again, everybody's going to put on a hat, uh, pants. Everybody's going to put on a shirt. How many bitches you see out there in dope hats? Several. It's true. And those several <laughs> are baddies. <laughs> They look the coolest. They look the they coolest. Do. So don't feel dumb. And this is what I had to tell, say to myself. And I was like, bitch, can I wear this hat out there? I was like, what, what would Christine Dow say to you? Bitch, just wear it. And you know who complimented me on that hat? It actually hat? looks really good on it. Everyone. Who? Bitch, everyone. Everyone yeah. compliments me on that hat. It's dope as I'm shit. I'm like, who? Who? <laughs> They're like everyone, bitch. Every- <laughs> but it's true. And I, and every, and I think, too, is that. Because everybody thinks most people feel this way about hats is like, oh, I'm going to look silly. I'm going to look dumb. Is that I think more people really respect you when you're wearing a hat because they wish that they could. And the reality of it, they don't know this, but we're doing it for the SPF protection. We're doing it so we age like a fine wine. I just happen to also be the coolest chick here. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Also, clients who have melasma, I advise them. I'm like, just wear a hat all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, you won't have to be as stressed about reapplying your sunscreen. Obviously, you still should, but it's just a way. I always word it like this. I'm like, it's summer. You're probably out drinking half the time. Mm-hmm. That means half the time you're outside, you're probably not thinking about your SPF. No. If you have a hat on, at least you have, like, something. Yes. Yes. You know, that you I, don't need to think twice about. Yeah. And it's the idea of being in the sun, honestly, without any type of protection, any type of hat protection makes me feel very uncomfortable. I went from being like not even knowing about SPF to now it gives it makes me feel like, yeah, physically right now my stomach is like turning. If I was just like out there without any protection, I'm a faccia. No, 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 no. No, it's too much. It's, she's too, too, no. I can't even get the words out. She's too sensitive and delicate. No, work too hard on her. I don't know about you, but I have highlighted hair. And for me, I actually like being in the sun because it makes the highlights mm-hmm. lighter. But I know for some people, like my stepmom always dyed her hair with like this reddish 
kind of tint. And so when we'd be at the beach, she would have her hair wrapped in a T-shirt. Oh, which why come to find out there are way better things you can do, like use a scarf. But why would she wrap her hair but in a T-shirt? Because, because the sun would change the color. Oh, to what? Like orange? Yeah, it would make it orange. Is it? Oh, because it was uh, um, bleaching it? Yeah, exactly. So I know people who will wear hats specifically for that to preserve their hair color. And then, well, at the end of the episode, I'll talk about specific products you can use to protect mm-hmm. your hair. And your scalp, because your scalp is also something that you really need to protect. I don't know about you. Have you ever burnt your scalp? Because I fucking have. Um, I haven't burnt my scalp, but it's interesting that you bring that up because it's Dr. Bauman. <laughs> Again, back to Dr. <laughs> Bauman. <laughs> She's my number one bitch. She's my number one Dr. Ho. So, no, she talks about actually different hair products. And it's interesting reading through this because, you know, this is it's cosmetic dermatology. And because we are a multicultural country, like a lot of these things just don't pertain to me. Like I was like hair products who like why would somebody need like an SPF hair product? But now here you are, Shapiro, telling me all about these SPF hair products. So love that. But I guess the one thing that I did want to say was that she was mentioning that um, a lot of products that have sunscreen ingredients for your hair, um, a lot of the ingredients are rinsed away because or rendered ineffective because a lot of the sunscreen ingredients that are most effective are water soluble. And a lot of the hair care products that are intended to be used are intended to be rinsed out. So the ones that are like mm. put in and rinse out, they're not that great. But leave-in products are are better. So I'm not sure which products you're going to tell us about. But I did want to mention that in case people are, you know, looking at different products to use that have um, SPF protection for their hair. The other thing to mention is in the last episode, we were talking about um, the amount of products that you have to use to be effective, the amount of SPF that you have to use. Yeah. And one of the things she was talking about was powders, like different powdered SPFs. And I do know that a lot of um, hair products with SPF are powder formed. So if that's you and you put powder on your scalp, just make sure you're putting enough on. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> I just imagine what that looks like. If you're following Dr. Brownman. With all of these rules that the doctor has for us. She'll keep you alive. You're going to look like George Washington. Or who's a powdered wig? Who's That's more like uh, <laughs> British people, right? The powdered wigs. Yeah. So I did want to ask you, Alex, because in the black community, a lot of people straighten their hair. A lot of women choose to straighten their hair mm. for a lot of different reasons. Um, but if you straighten your hair chemically, it's you can't really just get it wet and it just goes back to the way that it looks pre-getting it wet. (laughs) So in order to be able to like go swimming and just still feel presentable, I suppose a lot of women will opt to do braided hairstyles. But it's not even just for swimming. It's like sweating, swimming, just being able to kind of get up and go. And this actually circles back around Mm. to one of our very, very, very first episodes, Alex, when we were talking about the difference in black and white cultures and how black women are more... Within our community, we're told that we have to look presentable, like presentability politics. Um, And that kind of goes hand in hand, which is why I was struggling to find the words to (laughs) describe why we choose to straighten our hair and then have to get it braided in extensions during the summer so we can go swimming. (laughs) It sounds ridiculous when you put it all together like that. No, it makes sense. Yeah. So on one hand, it's, it's an ease thing. Another hand, on the other hand, it kind of... 
I get upset because it's, you know, respectability politics, but also braids are dope. I love I love that within the past five years, like braids have made such a comeback, like such a comeback to the point that the fucking mm-hmm. Kardashians, you know, co-opted it oh, and called fucking cornrows boxer braids. I'm mad at that. But you know what? If, if our culture has like diffused through the mainstream and maybe a girl can go to school wearing cornrows and not get kicked out, I'll take it. Okay, I you like know? that. I like that yeah. view on it. Yeah. So do you guys have any protective hairstyles? I mean, not that I know of other than like in salt water or chlorine, I'll usually make sure to just have my hair up because again, it can really damage it, especially if you are highlighting your mm. hair because you've already damaged it. <laughs> um, but I think as a kid, I always had like a braid when I went to the beach, like always had it pulled back in some way. But not that I know of other than like, yeah, wrapping it in a scarf or something mm-hmm. when you're in the sun to keep it protected from the sun. But I don't know of any. Yeah, I'm curious. OK, so I'm glad that we're kind of talking about this because I love to swim and um, I don't do it that often because New York, but like I'm taking a trip and I'm going to I rented a place with a pool and I was like, I really like, should I get a swimming cap so that I'm not just, you know, damaging my hair every day where for the next four days or whatever being in the water so yes, much? Yes, definitely or like, should. Yeah. But then what does the swimming cap do? Does it actually keep, it doesn't actually keep it dry. It just keeps it like less wet. I bet there are ones that keep it dry. You know, um, because Instagram knows who the fuck I am these days. They're sending me a lot of different swimming caps for black women because, you know, we've got so much. There you so go. Much damn hair. Like this, all this hair would not fit in just like a regular swimming cap. So they're like these huge, boldest swimming caps. But I think I need one. Well, you need to yeah, get one sure. so that you can try it out and yeah. see. Because the bitch is trying to, you know, freestyle. Trying to backstroke. <laughs> oh, yeah, really? You never knew, girl. I'm definitely going to get a weird text message at some <laughs> you point. You never saw a fucking a fish tailor, a tailor fish. You never saw this girl turn a into a fish. A tailor fish. A fish tailor. <laughs> you tried to cover that up real well, fast. You know, words. So I was like, this has got to make sense one way or I the other. I imagine a fish tailoring clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so good. Okay, so um, do you have anything else to say about protective gear before we can talk about some of our favorite products, some of our favorite brands, I guess? Um, I do not. All right. Other than, well, I guess we could say like wearing, um, there are shirts and pants with UPF that you can wear yes. that will do more than like my friend Meryl I'm pretty sure the stuff that she wears because she works for the Audubon Society she gets crazy discounts at a lot of like outdoor gear places like Patagonia what's the Audubon Society let me give you like their actual they're a nonprofit. NYC Audubon is a grassroots community that works for the protection of wild birds and habitat in the five mm. boroughs so you can imagine Meryl loves, loves birds the Audubon Society but anyway yeah I'm pretty sure she wears like all UPF stuff because she's out for like really long periods of time and she uses the Blue Lizard Australian sunscreen. She doesn't fuck around. She knows about it. But yeah, they make all kinds of clothes and protective gear that has U- UPF in it. Is it so cute? If you're someone, eh, it could be cuter. <laughs> I, the brands that I'm going to name are just like, I'm not telling you should wear this shit. <laughs> none of it's cute. But it's like if you're going on like a hiking expedition. Yeah, sure. yeah. Don't worry, I'll tell you about the cute hats. I found y'all some cute hats. Because first I put in UPF hats, and I was like, this shit is does not cute. This is the opposite. This is like aerosols for the sun. No, it's true. That is fucking... Ex- <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, man. 
So I'll just tell you a few brands that you can look up. And I am not saying that any of this shit looks good. It's all very L.L. Bean. So there's L.L. Bean. (laughs) And then there are these two brands I found. They're definitely not cute, but they're not terribly expensive. One is called Coolabar. And the other one is called Solbari. (laughs) But they both make like full lines of UPF clothing and hats. And then I also... I really like the brand. I shouldn't say really like. I like the brand Sunday Afternoons. (laughs) They make UPF hats that are very well priced. Like a lot of them around $30, $40, which is um, a good price for sun protection That's a great price for a hat. Yeah. A few of them are cute. I have one that I think is cute. I (laughs) I can't really tell. It could be better, but it was $35. You should wear it. I've never seen it. I'll show you photos. I would never wear it like out and about in the neighborhood. I'll say that. Why did you choose to get a UPF hat instead of just like a great wide brimmed hat? Like why did you choose UPF over other things? Just because it offers a little more sun protection. Anything else? Well, I wanted to talk about some like hair protectants. Go for it. So Supergoop makes uh, a part powder, it's called. So it's powder that you put in your hair parts that you don't burn. So if you're especially sensitive, it's a good mm-hmm. idea. And then Sunbum makes um, their scalp and hair mist. So it's like a leave-in mist to protect from SPF. Sunbum knows what's up. They knew not to make something you're going to just wash out. Yeah. They're also, I feel like they're just good. They kind of cover all the bases with sun care. Love it. I love it. I've got a couple of different hat brands that I just wanted to share with you guys. This was a lot of fun because I fucking Ooh. love hats. Maybe I can actually get a cute hat now. You should. Okay, so here's the thing that I should say is that hats are not cheap. <laughs> there are an ex- there are more inexpensive hats. Um, I all right. I'm at the point in my life where like if I don't buy something used, like if I'm buying new clothes or new anything, I prefer to support a small brand than to buy something that's like mass marketed. So for that reason, things like hats tend to be very expensive because. Um, I have locks, so I've got a really fucking big head. You can't just buy that shit from the real real. So I tend to buy very expensive hats. <laughs> with that said, I did try to find some things that were more affordable. Also, with that said, I knew that Shapiro was going to come in with like the hippie shit. So I knew that she was going to give you guys more affordable options. Wait, what is it called? Coastal Grandma? Coastal <laughs> I, too, read this article on The Atlantic. (laughs) (laughs) On Coastal Grandma aesthetic, exactly. So I was like, well, let me come in with the bougie fashion, fashion, the beautiful things. So the first first hat that I'm going to shout, or the first company, excuse me, that I'm going to shout out is We Are Brims. And so that is a Black-owned company. I believe that they're Atlanta-based. And they have, they make really great felt hats. So a felt hat, honestly, is hot. It's not that cool, but it's structured. Um, you can wear it in the winter. You can wear it in the winter. You can wear it in the fall. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So it's a great hat and it offers great protection. And honestly, every time I wear this, every time I wear any of these hats, people comment exactly because of what I was saying before. But these hats specifically, they're very um, like Cedric the Entertainer. <laughs> they're they're like fedoras, but they're flat, wide brimmed fedoras. So they're very, you know, if you think of like a Southern uncle, they're fucking dope. So 
I've got um, one of those uh, hats, which I love. The other hat um, that I'm going to shout out is, and this is my favorite hat. This is the hat that um, Alex and I were talking about before, is by Janessa Leone. And so that is a company that's based out of California. It's woman-owned, but these are bougie-ass hats. These hats are going to cost you between two and three hundred dollars, <laughs> um, but Whoa. yes. But the cool thing about this is that she offers packable hats. I love that. Do when I fucking go away with the stupid hat I have, I have it on me on the flight. Exactly. You're just wearing it through the airport, and you feel really dumb. It's cute on your way there, but on your way back, you're just like, "Yo, get this fucking hat out of here." So <laughs> she offers a lot of different packable hats, and then she also offers a lot of hats that have UPF which I think is really awesome. And then uh, she also makes felt hats, which I love. But I got a fantastic straw hat that um, I forgot what the style is called, but it's very like Audrey Hepburn Breakfast at Tiffany's. It's completely full coverage of my face, which is why I love it. Like you can be directly in the beach, like on the beach in the sun, but your face, bitch, you're not not getting the face. Um, It's very chic. It's beautifully made. It's like I said, it's very expensive. But also, here's the thing that I'll say is like I invest in things like I'm going to have this hat for the rest of my life. All these hats I'm going to have probably for the rest of my life. And the cool thing about this is that this hat actually wasn't part of the foldable collection. Because here's the thing. Also, these companies that I found, turns out everybody knows about them because a lot of them were sold out. I feel like the hat world, there's like a couple of people that like make really, really beautiful hats and everybody finds out about them. And so it's, you know, because they're small batch, mm. there's a limited number, you know, a lot of them end up being sold out and there's different sizes. So this one was great because I couldn't find a foldable, I mean, a packable hat that I liked, but this one is made out of raffia and raffia is super packable mm. um, and you can just roll it up and I think you can pack it for like up to a day and as long as you open it and kind of like let it air out, it's going to go back into shape. So... Love that. And also her hats, like she makes, they're just all really, really, really chic, really beautiful, a huge size range. There's just like a great, it's a great collection. I would definitely check out uh, Janessa Leone. Um, and like I said, she's woman owned, California based. Love it. The other company that I discovered is called Lack of Color. And this is actually the most affordable um, of these, of the ones that I'm mentioning. They're Australian based. Um, they have a couple of different uh, classic styles. So when I say classic styles, as it turns out, I think it's the uh, it's going to be like a fedora. Actually, I'm not even going to name the classic styles because I don't fucking remember. But <laughs> as it turns out, there's a couple of different classic <laughs> styles of hats. And like these companies will make variations on these classic styles. So they'll have like a short brimmed boater and then a wide brimmed boater. So if you see a hat that you like and you're just like, oh, I wish that that was a wider brim, chances are they'll have a different version of it with a wider brim, which is very cool. And these hats go from like $50 to $100. So I think that that's like way more affordable than like specifically the Janessa Leone. But these aren't packable. These are going to be like more structured hats, but they're super affordable. They came super fast. And it's from um, and it's an Australian company. And, you know, the Aussies take care of their skin. They know about fucking sun protection. They do. They do. I trust mm-hmm. their shit. And then the last one that I'm going to talk about is Gigi Pip. Gigi Pip, this bitch is everywhere. Uh, her shit is sold out everywhere also. <laughs> but she makes um, both straw hats and felt hats and um, just makes really, really dope different classical styled hats. I couldn't get any of them because all the ones that I wanted were sold out. Damn. I think there might be a lot of big headed bitches out there because I get, because I order an extra large, a large or an extra large. Like I said, I've got a lot of hair and uh, it's, it's, 
I need my hat to fit. And most of all of the extra larges were closed, <laughs> were closed, were sold out. <laughs> I need my hat to fit. Because I've ordered two tight hats before and they just get a headache. Do you know? Because you're just like, oh, I can fit into this. It's, you waste your money. You can't wear it because you were walking around hot as shit. And then you've got a headache on top. And, you know, I'm just trying to survive, girl. <laughs> During the summer, I'm just trying to survive. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, hilarious. So check out those brands of all of them. Honestly, Janessa Leone, like I hate it. It's this is not a cheap brand, and I feel kind of guilty even saying it, but it's beautiful, beautiful hats. Um, and so if you're looking for a dope hat that's gonna make everybody stop on the street and say, "Excuse me, are you insert any celebrity?" You got to go Janessa Leone. <laughs> <laughs> I love that selling. Yeah. <laughs> Well, because it's like, look, if we want to protect ourselves, if we want to take care of our skin and we're saying you have to wear a hat, like lean into that shit. Do you know what I mean? Get you a great hat that you can't wait to fucking wear. I take pictures of myself in my hat at night. I agree. So I'm like, bitch, you banging in this hat. <laughs> <laughs> I take pictures of myself in my hat at yep. night. You heard it here. You heard it right. That's hilarious. Well, I think that was some great info. I think so too, dude. That was a lot. Should we do our beauty baddie moment of the week? Let's do our beauty baddie moment of the week. For those of you who don't know, beauty baddie moment of the week is where we recap a moment during the week that we felt beautiful in a non-traditional way. These can be moments of growth, moments of self-care, moments of happiness, whatever. You can record us a voicemail with your beauty baddie moment of the week if you'd like at 866-6-BADDY. That's 866-622-622. Three three four three. You can also just email us at truebeautybrooklynpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, do you want to know my beauty bad moment of the week? I'm on pins and needles over here. So it's not very beautiful at all, but it was nice to just not care. So I went away this weekend and I was like, okay, I'm leaving Friday. So Wednesday, I'm going to make sure I wax myself. And then I just didn't. I just didn't give a fuck. And I let my hairy legs hang out. I let my hairy pits hang out and I even let a few pubes yeah. hang out and it was glorious I love this for you. And then maybe next week I'll wax myself. I kind of realized I'm at a point where like, it's really nice to be waxed, but I don't always mm-hmm. care. And I was also in another state. <laughs> nobody knew me. Anyone. I don't give a shit. Yeah. No one knew me. They don't know what I do for work. <laughs> That's awesome. But I don't know. It felt, it felt good. Yeah. I feel like in the past I would have been really self-conscious, but it was nice to realize like, oh, I don't actually give a fuck. Dude, your 30s. That's what your 30s are for. Just lean, like just. Oh, they're yeah, glorious. Enough with like uh, shame for being human, for being yourself. It's great. Yes. Do you have a beauty baddie moment of the week? I do. I think. So my beauty baddie moment of the week is, it's funny. I called Alex the other day. <laughs> morning <laughs> and I left her like the funniest <laughs> voice message because it was like I was crying tears of like gratitude but I was just like I'm so happy and also <laughs> what's happening with the world it's just like the most ridiculous fucking voice message but <laughs> my beauty body moment of the week is I don't know this is weird to say before it actually happens but you guys know that my aunt passed a couple months ago and one of my cousins was in town and so it made all of the family get together which is really fun But my beauty baddie moment of the week is, you know, my cousin Rhea and I are trying to take as much of um, planning um, our aunt's memorial off of our parents' hands. It's just it's really difficult. You know, it was a very my aunt died very suddenly. My dad was very close with her, as was my cousin's mom. And so we're just trying to step up and, you know, help out as much as possible. And I guess that's my beauty baddie moment of the week is like just realizing that. 
this is, I guess, what being an adult is, is like stepping up in really difficult situations and handling, just handling shit, you know? My cousin asked if I would read my aunt's eulogy at the memorial, and I just feel like so honored, I guess. But also... Mm. When I was like, you know, I'm just here to serve the family. I'm happy to do like whatever anybody wants. But then when we went through the list, it was just like, yeah, I guess it's it's me. It's like, it's this bitch right here. <laughs> it's like time to step up. It's really special. It is. It is. It's really special. And it's also, yeah, it's just growing, dude. Just continual growth. And I don't know, being a baddie in all of the ways. Mm. So, yeah, that's my beauty baddie moment of the week. It's just sad, but good. Well, yeah, not even sad. Just, yeah, it felt good to, to take like the torch, I guess, to be, I feel like I'm being passed a torch, you yeah. know, because my aunt was like yeah. such a fucking bad bitch and she was, she's just such a bad bitch and I'm so honored to be the person to honor her life, you know? Mm. So yeah. I love yeah. that. That was it. So what are we talking about next week? Oh, probably feet. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had this crazy idea one day. I was in the shower and I was like, you know what? I think our show is missing an episode on feet. So we're doing a foot episode next week. I'm very, very excited. Who knew there was so much to say? There's so much to say. There's so much to know. Do you know? Oh, two words. Medical pedicures. Yeah, I'm looking into that, dude. I think it, I think it, me, I think I need it because if a bitch on a scale of one to 10, you might, you might. My feet are like a negative seven. But actually, I pulled up a bunch of info on medical pedicures, so just you wait. I'm very excited. Um, I'm exci- Yeah, dude, I'm really excited. I'm a pigeon-toed bitch, so... I don't know if it could fix that. No, but I just don't want to know about, like, feet, period. <laughs> like, is there something I can be doing to be less pigeon-toed? Is there something... Do you know, I just heard... Actually, this medical pedicurist who's quoted um, in some of the stuff that I was reading, she does also, like, teach or give advice on how to, like, correct foot stuff that isn't just like corns and calluses and you stuff. You see what I'm saying? I also heard on a podcast the other day, and I know that we have a friend who has more to say about this, but that like there's this barefoot movement because bare feet, like I guess human evolution, your feet are supposed to be able to like spread <sighs> out. some real I know, shit. Dude, I know, I'm just telling you what I heard. And that's why people be wearing these little foot glove things, the feet with the, you know, oh, know. oh you know, oh, you know, we're all going to know. I'm excited for the foot episode. <laughs> The feet? Is it the feet episode or the foot episode? Just, Just one, one foot. foot. Okay, so that's what's coming up next. Um, you can DM or email us your listener letters and your beauty baddie moments of the week on Instagram at True Beauty Broken Podcast, or you can email us at True Beauty Broken Podcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail with your beauty baddie moment of the week to 8666 Baddie. I'm not telling you all the numbers. That's Shapiro. That's not me. We may play it at the end of the show to help inspire other baddies out there. Maybe it's just going to be for us. I don't know. We'll find out. You guys can follow our personal Instagram accounts. I'm at the Brown Elizabeth Taylor. I'm at Alex Lindley. And if you live locally, you can make an appointment at TrueBeautyBrooklyn.com. If you don't live locally, you can book a virtual skincare consultation at TrueBeautyBrooklyn.com. You can pull everything out from your cabinet. We can say this is working, this isn't working. We can add to your skincare routine. We can take things out. You can just tell us what the fuck is going on with your life. You can really do whatever you'd like with those 30 minutes. That's on you. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's it. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. This has been a COCBK production produced by Elizabeth Taylor and Alex Shapiro, mixed by Beta Wave. 
follow us on Instagram at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast.